1: Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of You're Wrong and Here's Why. Chris Horvath, joined by Greg Crohn, and we are at the precipice of madness, Gregory. The college basketball NCAA tournament, that's redundant, is here. <laughs> I
0: mean, it is literally like Christmas Eve, knowing that what we're going to get over the ne- the course of at least the next 48 hours, and then obviously the weekend as you get into round two, but I, I couldn't be more excited. Like, uh, it's, it's always the best time of year. It's always the time of year where I go, I should have watched more regular season college basketball <laughs> as well. Yeah.
1: Well, for me this year, regular season college basketball was something of a waste as my beloved Wildcats uh, sputtered to a disgusting end to the season in the first round loss in the NIT tournament to Liberty last night. But
0: Rough you know. one, rough one.
1: I think, and I, I don't want to be, I don't want to be like, the sky is falling here. I think it might be it for Villanova. I think that, I think that we didn't have the right, we're a tiny little school outside of Philadelphia, didn't have the right to be as good as we were for so long, locked into, ha- just happened to having one of the greatest coaches in college basketball history there. And uh, things are not the same now. Things are not the same going to get a lot tougher i think we're going to see some some players in the portal this off season and uh i am concerned for the future
0: do you think it's done you really think it's completely done
1: i think it i think it's done at least for a while you know they they had a talented roster this year obviously the injury to justin moore was was a big deal came back late never really looked like himself but you had caleb daniels you brought in another highly regarded freshman and Mark Armstrong to compliment a guy who's going to be a top 10 pick in the draft. And Cam Whitmore, Brandon Slater's there. Eric Dixon's there. Jordan Longino did not have the breakout season that people thought he was going to. I just worry. I just, I'm very, I'm very concerned. I'm I'm looking, I'm sitting here in my office looking at two framed Villanova championship sports illustrated that were, you know, three years apart, two years apart, Whatever and i don't think we're going to have another one for a while
0: i mean you guys were on i i find that hard to believe you guys were the like perennial team you know what i mean At least, especially from this area there there's a there's a you know just a an overall like not blue blood but kind of blue bloodish field of villanova now i can't imagine that they can't put it together
1: Kyle Neptune is not Jay Wright. Well, that's definitely true. And, but... and also Jay Wright is a horrendous television personality.
0: He's not great. He's uh, the, the selection show. If you saw him on there, it's like,
1: ooh, maybe I didn't, not, <laughs> but I caught him and him and Steve Lapis doing a, a college basketball game. And I was like, well, okay. It's weird that we have two of Villanova's previous head coaches as the, the color guys in this game, along with a, a third Actual broadcaster, and it was brutal. Yeah. He, has a, he has a bad voice for television. He is—he's not comfortable. He's not natural. Just coach the team, Jay. Just coach the team.
0: Doesn't want to deal with it. I don't blame him.
1: <sighs> Sad, but it's not what we're here to talk about. I have Sportsbook dot com open in front of me. We're going to talk about all of the the odds and lines and futures from these. These games we've got going on. Uh, and I think we were talking, if the easiest way to do this might just be to do this, uh, we'll go through, we'll make our picks. I will be I will be doing my one and only bracket for the year live on this show. And uh, and we'll see what we end up with. Let's So let's jump right into it. Number one Alabama, who obviously has amongst the best odds, the second best odds to win the national championship at Nevada, plus 650, goes up against... Number sixteen, Texas A and M Corpus Christi, coming off of a heartbreaking win for for Matt last night.
0: <laughs> I mean, he was devastated, obviously. Who you uh,
1: uh, got in this one, Greg?
0: I mean, I think it. I think it has to be Alabama, right? Yeah. Like that number one overall seed has to be.
1: Well, let me ask you, and I don't want any spoilers. And I agree with you; Alabama will be my pick as well. I don't want any spoilers, but. Uh, do you have any major upsets in the first round?
0: Uh, there's a couple. They're sprinkled in. Unlike Matt, who said his entire bracket is like early on upsets. I mean, I have a couple. Um, I never like to pick a ton of them, though, because always, it always feels like the year that I do that, everything backfires and it goes as chalk as possible.
1: Yeah, no, that that makes some sense. All right, number 8 Maryland, number 9 West Virginia. This is this is one of the tighter games as you would imagine an 8-9 matchup. West Virginia is the 2-point favorite in this one. Who do you got?
0: Watching Maryland in the Big 10 tournament, I don't trust them in any way. So this is this is West Virginia all day for me.
1: What is it about this West Virginia team that you that you feel strongly about though? <laughs>
0: Coaching, Bob Huggins, that's where I'm leaning a lot of my trust in, if I'm being perfectly honest. Um, and I just think Maryland consistently has underachieved since the days of Juan Dixon and Steve Blake when it comes to the NCAA tournament. Even the years of Diamond Stone and Mellow Trimble couldn't get them uh, into any sort of real contention. So uh, I, I
1: just. And Diamond Stone yeah. and Mellow Trimble. <laughs>
0: that they are certainly
1: not. Uh, all right. Um, you know what? I'm going to go I'm going to go the other way I'll take the it's weird to say that I'll take the underdog when the underdog is the number eight seed the <laughs> higher seed but I will take Maryland who as I said plus two at Bavada as my pick here to set up a, uh, a matchup where they're probably going to get crushed in the second round <laughs> number five San Diego State number 12 Charleston this is a five and a half point line. San Diego State obviously favored. Who do you have?
0: This is one of those trendy five twelves. All I keep hearing about is Charleston. This Charleston. That San Diego State can't get it done because you know they're a uh, Mountain West. Mountain West hasn't won a game in the or they've won like one game in the tournament since you know 2016 or something like yeah. that. Some ridiculous number. Um, I'm going to continue with that trend. I like Charleston in the CAA champ- tournament champions. Very good team can shoot a lot of guys who score. I think, I think the thing that I heard yesterday on our, on the show was five starters all score double digits. So I'm going Charleston.
1: Yeah. Charleston is an interesting team. They don't have that one guy who scores a ton of points. Uh, Dalton Bolden, the Dalton Bolden, the guard, the leading scorer at 12.3, but you're right. There are five guys And if you want to take it down a point, you've got six guys between nine points and twelve point three points. So you know that it's always good, but it's tough with those teams. And by the way, uh, I'm going to say it's tough with those teams. But the irony is that uh, San Diego State is also a similar team in that they just they don't have that one big time go to scorer. They let's see, San Diego, (laughs) they only have one player in in double figures. Actually, it's their guard Matt Bradley. But you've got uh, you've got Darian Trammell right under that at nine point five, Lamont Butler right under that at eight point five. It is a small team for SDSU, uh, which when you see these matchups, the the bigger conferences versus the smaller conferences, even you know we'll call the Mountain West a big conference. The thing that tends to be the differentiator in my mind is size, and I don't know that San Diego State really has that. I do. Uh, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to be boring and take the upset that everybody takes, but I do think this is a really good opportunity for, uh, for Charleston to win this one plus five and a half. So that's two of three, Um, two of three underdogs at Bavada. I'll be taking so far through these first couple of rounds. I will go college of Charleston to advance number four, Virginia number 13 Furman. And this one, Gregory uh, we've got Virginia minus six,
0: people love to talk about how Virginia either loses in the first round or wins the national championship, which is yeah. uh, a nice trend that's gone on. Um, Matt real big on Furman. I don't know why. I think it's because he's been there before. Uh, <laughs> I think that's what he said. Uh, but I like Virginia. They just slow the game down so much. They're unbelievably boring to watch. Um, I know they lost, uh, Vanderplass, uh, during the conference tournament, he broke his hand or his arm or something in, of that nature, so he's out. Uh, but I just still think there's there's too much talent on the Virginia team to to let Furman beat them, and especially with their style of play, it's it's Virginia time.
1: Yeah, I think you're probably right. Furman, obviously the winner in the Southern Conference, that they do have a fun guard. The uh, Mike Boothwell is a fun guard, big time scorer, kind of a combo guard for them. But, yeah, I, I'm not as against an upset here. I just don't think it's going to be. I don't. I don't think we're going to see two in a row. I will also take Virginia to set up a second round matchup against College of Charleston, where I don't know. No spoilers, but I could see Charleston advancing there. Let's go, Creighton number five, uh, number six versus number eleven, NC State. What do you got here?
0: Creighton was like a a preseason top ten team. Like, they were expected to do big things, definitely underachieved a little bit uh, this year for sure, finishing third in the Big East. Um, But NC State played in a weaker ACC that just wasn't nearly as good, and they also barely got into the tournament. Uh, So, like that, I I feel like that's a problem. I I trust Creighton here. Uh, I trust, uh, I don't know, Doug McDermott's dad's first name. It might also be Doug. It's um, not. <laughs> uh, but that, I, I just, I, that's Greg. I should have known that I'm dumb. Um, it, I, yeah, I like Creighton in this game.
1: Well, this is a case where we do see, we do see the big guy come into play. Uh, the Kalkbrenner, the, yep. the big center from Creighton 15.6 rebounds, seven, one, you know, 250 pounds or so. This is, this is a player who NC state's going to have a hard time matching up with, but at the same time, you know, I you really do like the scoring that that you get from NC State. We were a little bit surprised that uh, Turquay and Smith came back for another year. Had a good, not great year for the team. Showed a little bit more playmaking, but I don't know if I don't know if he he's happy he returned for this this uh, second season. It's gonna be a fun game. I man, this one
0: <laughs> it's a tough this, one.
1: This one is tough. I I'm gonna fall. You know, gotta go. The, the new beasts of the big East uh, I'll go Creighton here to uh to win number three Baylor number 14 UCSB where are you at
0: I think Baylor crushes them they just it's too much scoring it's like they're I know they they flamed out in the tournament against Iowa State but they they're still a very good team like it's i I just don't see a way where UCSB is able to overcome that.
1: Not a Gauchos fan?
0: No, not uh not particularly.
1: Look, and this game for me just comes down to talent, right? This is you've got Keontae George and Flagler on one side, and no offense to no offense to that backcourt at UCSB AJ Mitchell, a good player, 16 points a game. But yeah, I don't I don't I don't think this is an upset kind of pick. I agree with you. Although Baylor is one of those teams that is prone to be upset. I guess that's the only thing I would say about that. And and Keontae George does play a style of play where if he's if he's scoring, he's doing great. If he's uh if he's not making those tough shots, he struggles. I don't know. Baylor wins this one. Number seven, Missouri. Number ten, Utah State. Where are you at?
0: Uh, I mean, this is one I flip flopped on like a thousand times since the bracket came out. Mm. I feel like Utah State should have should have a real shot like they they can play they can shoot very well and uh, the issue i run into is the mountain west thing and that i just i i don't see how like watching missouri play in the scc tournament and then seeing seeing the line where i think utah state was at least on better's delight last night i think utah state's the
1: favorite like that's State one and a half point favorite at Bavada right now.
0: Yeah, that that to me, that to me just seems weird. So I, I like I like Missouri in this one.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, I mean Missouri is just they're just so kind of boring. Yes, It's <laughs> the way to put it. Kobe Brown by far their best player and a fun player. Uh, six point uh, the six hundred and fifty pound forward leads team scoring fifteen point eight. Um, man, I don't know. I don't Missouri's boring, but I I wonder if we're getting carried away here. I think I I wonder if some of these lines are like, I dare you to take this lines because of that looks weird. Why would they be the favorite? I'm going to grab them. I also don't want to go chalk on everything. So that's boring. Ugh. Uh, I'm going to go Missouri. I'll take Missouri to advance. Number two, Arizona. Number 15, Princeton. I don't think we need to spend a ton of time with this one. This is a gigantic line, minus 14.5 at Bavada.
0: Where are you at? Arizona's so much better than Princeton. It's not yep. even close.
1: <laughs> yeah, agreed. And I don't think we need to talk about that a ton. Uh, let's go Let's go other side of this, uh, on this bracket here. Number one, Houston. Number 15, Northern Kentucky. Another one where I, I don't think it's going to be... This is probably not upset territory stuff. We're talking about a a basically 20-point line.
0: Yeah, it's Houston. Even with Sasser, if he's not playing, it doesn't matter. I think Houston crushes him.
1: Right, because even if Marcus Sasser doesn't play, Houston still has five guys who would be the best player at Northern Kentucky. Yes, 1,000%. that that number might be low. (laughs) That number genuinely might be low. All right next game uh number 8 i love these 89s number 8 iowa versus number 9 auburn what do you got here
0: uh, this was my lock of the week baby auburn i think i think that I, I it's impossible for me to ever trust fran mccaffrey in the tournament like i just the iowa consistently underperforms left and right and auburn's got a pretty solid team man they're they're you know obviously the sec was very tough this year I just I trust them more than uh, than I do Iowa.
1: Do You feel good about having somebody like Johnny Broom have to match up with with uh, Chris Murray?
0: I'll live with it. I'll li- I'll live with it if I have to. That's that's I just don't. I it's Iowa. I can't. I I don't. Iowa's not a team that goes far. I don't know why. It makes no sense. But they just aren't.
1: I mean, they, you know, last year with Keegan and Chris, it was it was a thing. You have good guard play. I do <sighs> reluctantly I think I'm with you on this. I like this Auburn team. Actually had more wins than Iowa did this year, 20 to 19. I'll go number 9 Auburn over uh, over Iowa here. Number 5 Miami, number 12 Drake. What are your thoughts? So this is another
0: one that I've waffled back and forth on. It's always the 5-12 that you waffle right. back and forth on. And you don't want to pick all upsets cuz then you're like, "Well, now I'm just picking all the upsets just to pick the upsets." Mm-hmm. Um Miami won a share of the ACC regular season. Like I know they got bounced by Duke in the in the tournament, but I mean you don't you don't win a regular se- a conference regular season if you're not good, especially at like the the top tier conferences like the Power Fives. Yeah. So I think I go Miami with this one.
1: Can I tell you, I feel pretty strongly about this game. I am a big fan of Tucker DeVries at Drake. I think this is potentially an opportunity for him to have a a breakout game on a national stage in the tournament. I think he could potentially be one of the tournament darlings, a guy who sees his draft stock uh, raised significantly, only a sophomore, but uh, raised significantly through this tournament. Drake is currently Plus two at Bavada, and they will be my pick here i'm gonna take I'm gonna take Drake to beat Miami because Miami's just another one of those teams that just they're not that exciting. Isaiah Wong good basketball player, but you know they're they're not' you're, they're not a team you're terrified to play.
0: Isn't Tucker's dad also the coach of Drake?
1: uh, you know that I don't know, but it seems right <laughs> uh, well, let's find out Tucker DeVry's dad. Uh, and while I'm looking up that we said it yes, Darren yeah. Darien is uh assistant coach of Crane before becoming the head coach of break Drake, yeah. Um and his wife Ashley, their one son, Tucker, twenty twenty one, twenty twenty two Missouri Conference freshman of the year. No, nah, that works. Uh, and one daughter, Tatum. Let's not forget Tatum DeVries. Absolutely. Um by the way, thanks. Uh, we said it on uh, mentioned it on Better's Delight last night, but that hasn't been posted yet because I've had a busy morning. let's just <laughs> say it again. Thank you uh to everybody. We broke hundred thousand subscribers on YouTube. If you're not checking all of that stuff out, YouTube.com/backslash yeah. the underdog or MacroNPix.com. And uh, I got the Google Play button sitting right here next to me. It's pretty exciting, and uh it's cool. And it's I awesome. thank everybody for all that. And <laughs> I sent the uh I sent the picture to all you guys after it came in the mail, and. Like the third response Matt had was just a a picture of a the blown up card underneath that suggests that you can get them for your your teammates as well.
0: Hey, listen. that's the first thing he sent to me. Uh, and to the other <laughs> that right. I, I was like of he waited on me.
1: <laughs> I appreciate that he waited. All right, let's, uh, let's dig back into this. I accidentally moved that. Where did we go? Uh, number four, Indiana. Number thirteen, Kent State. What's your pick here?
0: Uh, I like Indiana in this one. Very boring by me to not go with Kent State. No. Uh, but I just think Trace. Um, Jesus Christ, I can't think of his name.
1: Jackson Davis.
0: Yes, Jackson. I wanted to say Jackson Walker for some reason. I don't really know why. Uh, the dude is just—he's un—he's unreal. He's super talented. Um, he ta- he can absolutely take over the game. He did it for most of the Penn State game until the end. they kind of fell apart in the semifinals. Uh, I just think he's going to be able to overpower Kent State. They haven't played a player like that all year.
1: They haven't, and also uh, Jalen Huchfino, outstanding player for this Indiana team. Uh, I'm 100% on board. Indiana, my pick to win here. Number six, Iowa State, number 11, Pittsburgh. What's your thought?
0: So I had either the winner of the Mississippi State or Pittsburgh game winning this game. I don't think Iowa State's very good. I know they beat Baylor in the tournament, yada yada yada. But um, I just I, I think they've been very up and down as the season's gone on. And there's always that team, especially in the 11 spot, uh, that plays in the play-in games. Any of those teams, they always seem to be able to sneak in uh, and get passed into like the second or even third round Sweet 16 action. Mm. Uh, and I think Pitt has that 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 momentum rolling after such a uh an exciting win over mississippi state
1: i am 100 percent on board pit my pick plus four at Bavada. they'll advance and uh we'll move to number three xavier number 14 kennesaw state you have a a big lot of thoughts on kennesaw state gregory
0: i do not mike loves kennesaw state um i do not unfortunately i think xavier Sean Miller, the tournament experience from a coaching perspective. It's Kennesaw State on debut. I uh I think it's Xavier here.
1: Yeah, I yeah, I have I got no beef with that pick. A number, well, here you go. This one near and dear to your heart, Gregory, number 7 Texas A&M, number 10 Penn State, the Nits.
0: So I hated this initially, right? I hated that we got Texas A&M I felt like one, we got disrespected a little bit with a ten seed for how far we went in the tournament, but mm. it is what it is. But I bl- blame the Big Ten, uh, as uh, my wife has continued to say, the Big Ten's dumb for having their tw- their conference championship literally lead into the selection show. Because uh, right. she's like, they're not going to change the bracket um, at five thirty when the selection shows at six. Like they're just right. not going to do it, and she's probably not wrong.
1: Hundred um, percent right.
0: Yeah. So I, but I. uh I I I can't not take Penn State here. I just can't. They uh, you know, I, Mike called me out. I'm not the most avid regular season college basketball watcher, even of Penn State. But when I have watched them, they've they've impressed me. Um, I'm in. I'm in on Penn State all the way.
1: I'll tell you what, Jalen Pickett is like a sneaky guy to be a long time pro. Never like never, never. Uh, you know, probably a starter but a guy who's like an eighth or ninth man on a roster who just does a lot of things really well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. The guy who can come in off the bench and get you minutes
1: and do everything. He's good with the. He can facilitate, He rebounds the ball at six, four can score the basketball, not the greatest shooter in the world, but I think that improves a little bit when he's not the focus of an offense. So I will, uh, I can get behind that. Number 10, Penn state over number seven, Texas A&M, Texas A&M not loaded with talent. So, yeah, maybe not the greatest luck of the draw for Penn State, but uh, also not the worst. Number two, Texas. Number 12, Colgate. <laughs> I don't know if we got to talk about this a lot. Who's your pick here?
0: Uh, Texas. Colgate was the, like, Cinderella last year of people picking them, and then they lost in the first round, I think. Um, they're going to lose again in the first round here. I think it's Texas easy.
1: Yeah, we we get carried away with these 15 versus twos. There's just... There is not a ton of talent on that uh, that Colgate team. The, the Patriot League was just not good at all this year. Um, Colgate's leading scorer under 14 points per game. Also, their leading assist man, 5.8, Tucker Richardson. So.
0: Well, yeah. It's because it's happened two straight years, I think, where the 15 beat the 2. Like well, I, I think it's. I, mean, I think it's. I get it. Yeah, I, mean, I. I just. I. I could never pick a fifteen over a two. I don't care. I'd rather be wrong and have one of my like, elite eight teams or final four teams out before I pick the fifteen over a two.
1: Not even the giant lion. It's only uh, Texas minus thirteen and a half at Bovada, which is pretty, pretty in, incons, you know, uh, insubstantial for a fifteen-two matchup. But, yeah. This is going to be this is going to be Texas. That's hard to see anything else. Let's move to the east. Number one, Purdue uh, versus we don't know yet. <laughs> do we is, do we think there's any chance Purdue doesn't win this game?
0: Nope, Purdue all day every day.
1: Agreed. So we'll jump to number eight, Memphis. Number nine, FAU. What are your thoughts?
0: Uh, Penny Hardaway's got the boys playing, so nice. I'm in on Memphis. I think they've I think they have been. The team we had hoped for a little bit last year hasn't, Imani Bates team. Yeah, has now kind of shown up a little bit, uh, and I think I think this is an, a real opportunity for them.
1: Well, they did a lot. First of all, Imani Bates, and I think uh, Jonathan Gvoney mentioned this this week, plays such a loser brand of basketball. You just—it's—it's so difficult to build a team around that guy because he's not really looking to do anything other than score the basketball and take some unbelievably tough shots to do so. They also let him play point guard to get him into the team in the first place, which was a catastrophic disaster. If you don't have a point guard in college basketball, you are—you're basically screwed. Yeah, they're a much better team without all of the talent, which is strange. I, I will also take Memphis over FAU here. And we'll move on. Number five, Duke. We're seeing Duke a number five seed versus number 12, Oral Roberts.
0: So this, this is the one. And and Mike convinced me of this because he makes sense. Oral Roberts, magical run two years ago. Didn't make the tournament last year, but still has Max Aismas. And that guy can score and shoot from pretty much everywhere. I love Duke in this game. (laughs) I just... I think they've found something late in the season, rolled pretty much crushed everyone else in the ACC in the tournament. Um, I just, I, I, I think this is a game Duke wins. It's not, it's not, it's not your father's Duke teams with coach K where they would lose this game despite uh, being a favorite. So uh, I'm in on Duke.
1: Well, I mean, despite the fact that that Connor Vanover is there on that, uh, that oral Roberts team, the big seven, yeah. five center. I like, He's seven five and maybe two hundred pounds. It's a problem. Like, uh, it doesn't concern me. They've you've got Kyle Filipowski Derek Lively and everybody else on the other side. I think they still have the huge size advantage. They have Duke certainly has a giant discrepancy in terms of a talent advantage. The pick is Duke. Yeah, uh, they should not. They should not be a five seed. I, I mean, I understand why they are, but talent wise, they should certainly not be a five seed. Number four, Tennessee. Number thirteen, Louisiana. Yeah, it's isn't
0: it usually death taxes and Rick Barnes never winning in the NCAA tournament? Um, but I I like Tennessee in this game. I don't. This is where like the mid major winners and them like people love to take thirteens and fourteens all over their bracket. I can't in this in this situation. I have to go Tennessee.
1: I mean, bold as <laughs> yeah. uh, Tennessee is a an eleven and a half point favorite <laughs> in this game. Yeah, no, it's I, I, I get you. Uh, it, is, it is also like a Tennessee team that just not loaded with talent. They've got the uh, Vescovi, the, the uh, Uruguayan guard, probably their best scorer. But, yeah, just they're so much better than Louisiana. Like, no offense, but, yeah, this, is, this should not be super competitive. Let's go to yeah. number six, Kentucky. Also weird seeing them as a number six seed in the same side of the bracket where Duke is a five seed uh, versus number 11, Providence. Uh,
0: when the, when the matchup first came out, all I could think about was oh, the kid from who was at Kentucky and then transferred to Providence and has now been like their best player after not getting any time at Kentucky. Bryce, maybe. Bryce Hopkins. Yeah. Bryce Hopkins. I knew that. Um, And I think, like, revenge game, revenge game, revenge game. But then all I've heard about is how Ed Cooley might be out, he might be going somewhere, there's turmoil with Providence. Kentucky has so much talent, they've just been so inconsistent, which is annoying, Um, but I think I have to take Kentucky here, just on prestige and the amount of talent and, you know, Calipari.
1: Well, and the other thing that that kentucky has is case wallace who is a player who can shut down the best one through three on any other team It's just one of the better defensive players in all of college basketball and they have an older roster which is you know a little bit strange for kentucky it's a really good team it's weird to see like looking at this kentucky team like we thought going into the season chris livingston would be a guy who turned into lottery pick it just it hasn't happened he's been hurt a little bit and uh only averaging 6.2 points per game they don't have that big time name although i mean obviously oscar is a big time player don't have the big time name and it's kind of worked a little bit for him it's and and it's going to work for them here kentucky the pick over providence for me let's go Number three, Kansas state number 16, uh, 14, Montana state.
0: You know, I'm a big sky guy. I'm definitely uh, always going to support the big sky conference. The big sky teams, Montana state is a, uh, you know, they've been a, a very good champion this year, uh, for the big sky, but unfortunately this is, this is where their road comes to an end. Uh, I think, I think Kansas state, uh, Runs them out of the... Well, that's not true. I think I think Montana State covers the 8.5, but they just play too, a too slow form of basketball to actually be able to overtake Kansas State and win.
1: I have no beef with that. Um, <laughs> not not going to spend a lot of time on a 3 versus a 14, especially when that 14 is Montana State. How dare you? Number 7, uh, Michigan State versus number 10, USC, Gregory.
0: USC, dude. The, the Izzo Magic, in my opinion, is over... They they do nothing but consistently underachieve. It seems every year now. Um, We saw them get bounced early last year. Uh, I think I think it's gonna happen again here. And I just I think USC is better than people are giving them credit for. The fact that they were more middle of the road Pac-12. I think you know is always uh a little bit of a knock but uh i think they I mean, get it done that's here
1: that's disrespecting them they were not middle of the road they were 14 and 6 in conference 22 and 10 overall 14 and 6 good for tied for second place in the pack 12 with arizona
0: well eh, but those are the but the arizona team you hear much more about than yeah, sure the do. usc team so yeah
1: this this to me feels like one of the absolute give me underdog picks 100 percent, take usc plus two at bavada here number 10 over number seven, and uh, we get to number two, Marquette, versus number 15, Vermont.
0: I mean, Marquette, Kolick, those guys, they dominated. Shaka Smart, Matt said, future Sixers head coach, Shaka Smart. Um, He's been predicting that for nearly a decade now. So uh, I'm in on Marquette.
1: I mean, hey, I'm willing to give anything a shot at this point. (laughs) Uh, Well... (laughs) I mean, I get, whatever. I don't have time to talk about the Sixers and who they're playing good basketball too. So who cares? Uh, number one, Kansas, number 16, Howard. Do we talk about this a lot? Yeah. I
0: don't, I don't think they need anything more than the word Kansas.
1: Yeah. That's Kansas period. This one's fun. Number eight, Arkansas. Number nine, Illinois. Where are you at? This is
0: finally my, uh, my first, I think eight seed that wins in the eight, nine matchups. And it is, it is Arkansas. I think Mm -hmm. Illinois, Uh, despite you know uh, how decent they've played all year i just i i prefer arkansas eric musselman knows how to coach guys up in these spots and i think brad underwood's a little bit of a choker so i'm going arkansas
1: yeah as much as i like some of the talent on that on that illinois team i mean you've got this arkansas team is just loaded yeah. You got you got Ricky Council, you got Anthony Black, you've got Nick Smith Jr., Jordan Walsh. Um they're absolutely positively loaded. The one thing they don't have a ton of is size. So that that concerns me a little bit. But you know, I I think I think you have two lottery picks on this team in Black and and Nick Smith and we're going to we're going to see why there are lottery picks in these uh, in these games here. So I will also follow suit, take number eight Arkansas number nine over number nine Illinois, number five St. Mary's number twelve VCU Greg.
0: There's only one team that wins in the in the NCAA tournament from the West Coast Conference, and that's Gonzaga. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm going VCU in an upset here against St. Mary's.
1: <sighs> I don't know, man. St. Mary's St. Mary's always such a well coached team.
0: They are always very good. That is that is very true. But when it comes down to tournament time, I feel like they never actually make that run that they could be poised to do. Uh,
1: VCU didn't play any top twenty-five teams this year. St. Mary's was two and three. Better conference points per game, almost identical. I can't do. I can't get on board with this. I have to go. I have to go. St. Mary's over VCU. Uh, number four, UConn. Number thirteen, Iona.
0: I mean, I think UConn's playing some of the best basketball they've played all season. Patino's on his way to St. John's. It sounds like he's out, so uh, I think you go uh, Danny Hurley and the and the Huskies.
1: Danny Hurley and the Huskies. You're a big uh, Adama Sangoa guy.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just it's, this is another like I know UConn's kind of I don't want to say they've been down. I guess they had um, they had uh, book night a couple years ago. But I just feel like they don't have the marquee talent they used to have.
0: They don't have they don't get you, typically they'd have like that one guy that really could dominate their their lineup and get a bucket whenever you need one. And they don't necessarily have that anymore,
1: which is Danielle weird. Marshall, not walking through the door at UConn. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> Khalid Elamine is nowhere to be found.
1: Well, he's somewhere, but he's probably not playing <laughs> for them. Uh, all right. UConn over Iona. I am fine. I don't, it's Iona, man. Uh, no offense to that team. Number six, TCU versus, uh, we'll, we'll find out. What do you have in this game? I think it's just
0: TCU. I don't, both of those teams, Arizona state and Nevada, like don't deserve to be in the tournament. I just think it's, I think TCU is a better, a better option here.
1: Yeah, Mike Miles Jr., a ton of fun to watch for yes. that DCU team, 17.3 points per game. Definitely the definitely a combo guard, and that's probably being nice. He's probably a, an undersized shooting guard, but can put the ball in the hoop and uh will be able to do so against whoever he's playing here. Number three, Gonzaga versus number fourteen, Grand Canyon. I see as this is a Grand Canyon upset.
0: As much as as much as Matt wants it to be. Uh, I don't think the Lopes got it this year. I think this is the final ride for the Timmy train mm-hmm. with uh, with Mark Few and Gonzaga, and the fact that they're a three seed. It's there's not as much pressure on them. There's no undefeated Chet Holmgren stuff. You know what I mean? Uh, I think Gonzaga gets through on this one.
1: Yeah, they have Drew Timmy and Julian Strawler. So <laughs> very good. They're going to be just fine here. I'm not. Uh, I'm not concerned again about this Grand Canyon matchup. Number seven Northwestern versus number ten Boise State. Where you at?
0: I, I, get, get Northwestern out of here. That's not—they don't play basketball. I know they're good. I know uh, Bowie is very good. I, I get it. They had a great year. They're finally uh, back. Are you talking play. about? Are you
1: talking about Boo Bowie?
0: I am talking about Boo Bowie. Uh I know. I should be. I should be on their side because former Penn State great Taylor battles on their coaching staff. Um, but I just I, I can't picture Northwestern going. Uh, um, I can't picture them winning many games in a tournament, so Boise State's the upset. Also, maybe I'm just trying to needle Mark in his uh Northwestern
1: Association, yeah, 100%. No chance I can vote for Northwestern here, so <laughs> Boise State definitely the pick. And that, uh, obviously, let's see what I don't have that line. That line is it's close. Why can I find it? Oh, there it is. Uh, Boise State. Plus one and a half at Nevada, so they will be my pick here over in Northwestern. You're right, one of the closer games in the first round. Final first round game number two: UCLA number 15 UNC Asheville. Can the, uh, can this this upstart squad from Asheville, the Bulldogs, Gregory, can they can they battle the Bruins?
0: Mick Cronin's not losing to a two, a 15 seed. It's not happening. Jaime Hockeys won't let that happen. Uh, I, I think it's UCLA all day.
1: The only reason that – and I agree UCLA is going to win this game, but Drew Pember is very, very good for UNC Asheville. It's a, you're talking about a very, very good basketball player right there. Um, probably a starter if he was at UCLA, I would guess. Probably not their best player, but a starter. On the
0: court when the ball is thrown. I understand.
1: Yes. He he would not be sitting when the whistle <laughs> is blown. Uh the only reason I give them any chance at all, uh, what is this line? I don't have. I think it's like UCLA. It is a UCLA minus seventeen and a half. You know what? I'm, I'm gonna higher. UCLA wins this one. I will. T- I will take UNC Asheville to cover. I'm gonna say that.
0: Okay. All
1: right. And this is where our paths are going to be diverge a little bit. Uh, we may have we may have different games moving forward. So we'll figure that out. I've got moving back up to the top. Number one, Alabama. Number eight, Maryland.
0: And I have Bama West Virginia, but I think I think we both agree here what's going to happen.
1: Yes. Upset.
0: (laughs) I do not have an upset in this case. I am all in on the Alabama train for this one.
1: Yeah. Bama's just I mean, I mean, I know it's it's like saying one of the best teams in the country is really good, but they're really good. Uh, I know all the nonsense going on with Brandon Miller is is a thing but it hasn't really affected him too much on the court. And also, I feel like it hasn't been a big enough story that like I feel like maybe there should have been more discipline there, but what do I know? I'll take number 1 Alabama as well. Uh next game I've got number 12 Charleston, number 4 Virginia. What do you got? Uh
0: I also have Charleston and Virginia, but I have the upset special baby, a third uh, uh a 12 seed diving into the sweet 16. Um, like I said before, Virginia's boring and I think Charleston is the better of the two options.
1: Hey, I talked about this when we were talking about this game in the first round college of Charleston plus 30,000 at Bavada to win the championship. I uh, don't know if I'm going to take them that far, but I'm, I can take them over Virginia. I'm comfortable for one more round. Then they probably get annihilated by Alabama. <laughs> I've, I've got number six Creighton versus number three Baylor.
0: I also do. That's exactly what I have. And what's your pick? I I trust Creighton. They were the preseason rankings. I know they underachieved. I said it before, um, but I just think I I just think Baylor doesn't have it this year in terms of being able to have that deep run. I'm going Creighton in this one in an upset.
1: Here's my thing. Baylor a little bit better against top 25 teams, five and five versus uh, Creighton's five and seven. They they do give up more points, but they score more points. I uh, I can't take another team in the Big East. I'm going Baylor to win here. Uh, I, this is an honorary pick for Villanova. I would like to uh, honorary <laughs> slot in Villanova in this pick. That works. Uh, but we can't do it, so it is what it is. Number, I have number seven, Missouri, number two, Arizona here. So
0: do I, and I'm going right with uh, Arizona again. I think they're the, be- the, the better of the two teams.
1: Agreed completely. I have got number one, Houston, versus number nine, Auburn.
0: Uh, I also have Houston-Auburn, and I have Houston uh, in a win there.
1: Yeah, it didn't feel great about Auburn winning in the first round, so it's tough to say they're going to beat the number one seed, although I really don't want this to turn into... I mean, on the other side right now, we have one, two, three, and 12. I don't want this to turn into just a chalk bracket, but we'll find out what happens. I've got Drake-Indiana in the next game.
0: I am on Drake in uh Drake and Miami in this one, but I think it's Indiana sorry, not Drake Miami. Yeah, you can't Indiana have and Miami. Losing okay. my mind. Um I am I am in on Indiana in this one. I think this is a win for them. I still think uh
1: I think they're just the better of the two teams. I a hundred percent agree and Indiana has sneaky good odds to win the, the NCAA championship in a year where Nobody, it really stands out. Plus 4,500 at Pavada for Indiana. Not a bad gamble. Number 11, Pittsburgh. Number three, Xavier is what I have next.
0: A classic, a classic matchup. Uh, Ohio versus Pittsburgh. Um, I think it's Xavier here. I think Jeff Capel's run comes to an end.
1: I agree with you. Uh, and now we've got a one, a four, and a three advancing. <laughs> with only Penn State to upset the number two seed, what do you, Penn State, Texas is what we've got here.
0: Unfortunately, this is one of, uh, this, this is one of my chalk areas. Um, it's as much as it pains me, it's Texas, buddy. It's Texas all day.
1: I'm looking for an excuse. There isn't
0: <laughs> one with, uh, <laughs> with Penn State versus Texas. I don't I'm know.
1: Lo- I'm looking for an excuse. Uh, I'm looking like, you know, Texas. Uh, like, is the Ed? Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. This is, I just you can't wanna-
0: overthink it. The bracket's about pulling the
1: trigger. Uh, and Marcus Carr is so good. <laughs> <sighs> Greg, screw it. Screw it. My one and only bracket of the year. I'll take Penn State to upset number two, Texas. Wow.
0: A, gr- a great day for the Nittany Lions. Maybe they'll give you my degree.
1: It's look, I don't I don't want to take that that knockdown in the world of academia. So I'm going to <laughs> stay, I'm going to stay with where I am. Thank you. <laughs> no offense. I think I would have to fire myself. I'm no longer qualified for my own job.
0: It would be a problem.
1: Um, I've got number one, Purdue versus number eight, Memphis.
0: Uh, I am. This is where we get interesting, Chris. The first one seed goes down. Memphis takes down Purdue.
1: Can I tell you, I I was thinking that I love the only thing that concerns me is how good Purdue is defensively. They just don't give up points. Zach Eadie is a is a problem. Ugh, I I wish I could, but look, I just took I just took Penn State over Texas, so I, I understand. I can comfortably go Purdue over Memphis here. I've got Duke versus Tennessee.
0: I also do, and I have Duke running it into the Sweet Sixteen.
1: Yeah, I 100% agree. Duke beats Tennessee. I think super underrated, as I said earlier. Uh, number three, Kentucky. num pardon me, six. Kentucky number three, Kansas State.
0: Kentucky. This is where the blue blood comes to play. Uh, this this side, this part of the bracket, I think Kentucky has it.
1: What worries me here is. Kansas State was so much better against top twenty-five teams than Kentucky. Kentucky two and four against top twenty-five teams. Kansas State seven and five. Um, they also give up. I guess Kansas State gives up. I guess one point more a game. I can. I'm gonna. I just talked about how Kentucky was underrated. I, I think I have Kansas State beating them though. Uh, Understandable. Number ten USC. Number two Marquette.
0: It's all about Shaka Smart in this case. It, it's Marquette over USC.
1: 76ers advance. <laughs> Agreed. At least it's, this is a, for me, it's a one, I guess for us, it's a one, two, three, and five in this one. So at least it's not in the top four. Uh, and that, by the way, the fact that we have a one, two, three, and a five and pretty much like all, most of the higher seeds uh, suggests that we're going to be pretty wrong. Yeah, most likely. <laughs> yeah, at this point. Number one, Kansas. Number eight, Arkansas.
0: Doesn't get less chalky here, Chris. Kansas, I think, takes this one. I think they overpower that Arkansas team.
1: I want to uh, go with Arkansas here, but they're two and eight against top 25 teams.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a problem.
1: They were eight and 10 in conference. Like, uh, yeah. like I want, I want so desperately. Know that I want to take Arkansas here, but it, it has to be Kansas for me. Number five, St. Mary's. Number four, Yukon.
0: And I have Yukon VCU. I think it's Yukon, regardless whether it's St. Mary's or VCU.
1: You know what? I'm I'm gonna stick more on the uh, St. Mary's train. This is a a school that I, I lived close to for a while. So I will uh I assuming it is still that St. Mary's team. Uh yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick St. Mary's here uh and they will set up a A matchup against Kansas in the next round. Number six, TCU. Number three, Gonzaga.
0: Ah, It's Gonzaga. It's Gonzaga sneaking in. Sneaking in.
1: That's Drew Timmy, man. Number 10, Boise State. Number two, UCLA
0: more more of the same in terms of chalk i think ucla is the better team than boise state boise state does its job against northwestern and gets them out of here but ucla gets uh gets to advance
1: so ucla 18-2 in conference which is great three and four against top 25 teams i i still think it's ucla though i agree with you uh up to the top number one alabama number 12 charleston on my board
0: uh it's bama it's bama who,
1: what do you who do you have
0: I have Bama Charleston as well.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah, agreed. Number three, Baylor versus number two, Arizona.
0: I have Creighton in Arizona here. And we got an upset special, Chris Creighton to the Elite Eight. Well, feels aggressive. Not going to lie.
1: I'm going to be super boring and have number one versus number two. I'll go Arizona there. We've got number one, Purdue versus number five, Duke down here.
0: And I have Memphis and Duke. Uh, even if it is Purdue, to, Purdue though, I think it's Duke into the Elite Eight regardless.
1: 100% agreed, plus 3,000 at Bavada to win the national championship for Duke. 100% agreed. Number three, Kansas. Number two, Marquette.
0: Uh, I have Kansas Kentucky. State, uh, it's okay. I have Kentucky and Marquette in this situation, and I think it's Marquette. It's Marquette's time to shine, buddy. They're heading to that Elite Eight as well.
1: I agree. Uh, we've got... Kansas versus St. Mary's for me.
0: Uh I have Kansas Yukon and it's a boring number 1 Kansas going to the Elite 8.
1: I I I accidentally hit the uh the tab for St. Mary's earlier and now I'm just looking for a reason to stick with that. <laughs> but but can't do it. Uh number 3 Gonzaga, and number 2 UCLA.
0: The Zags baby, the Zags to the Elite 8.
1: Uh, so, okay. I struggle with this one. Really like this UCLA team. Haquez, obviously, a guy. He He's one of the guys you want on your team. When the tournament rolls around, uh, I just... I worry about the rebounding because they just are very, very, very small. Um, a Boma. I think the next best rebounder past Haquez. Yeah. I don't... UCLA would have to UCLA'd have to score a ton of points to win this game. Don't know that they can do that. I and can they lost get their,
0: their best defender with the uh, Achilles injury, so
1: it's fair. Bad. I'll take I'll take the Zags. Let's go number one Alabama.
0: Well, we did oh, we skip top right?
1: Yeah, we We skipped it. I don't know why. We've got number one Houston versus number four Indiana for me. That's
0: yeah, that's what I have, and it's I think it's Houston. I think at this point. I think at this point, if Sasser really is hurt, hopefully he's had some time to rest. And this is a game where we can shine and Houston takes it over.
1: I'm going to stick Indiana. I like the talent they have on this team. And uh, I've never really 100% bought into Houston all the way. So I'll take Indiana. (laughs) We've got, I think we're different on this one. Number three, Xavier. Number 10, Penn State.
0: (laughs) I have Xavier in Texas. That is correct. Where are you going? I'm going Texas. I think Texas is the better of those two teams uh, for sure.
1: I've, I'm going to go Xavier because I think Xavier is better than Penn State. <laughs> and you wouldn't be wrong. Number one, Alabama. Number two, Arizona. And I
0: have Bama Creighton. But regardless, if it was Bama Zona, it's Bama for me.
1: I'm going to go Arizona. Arizona to the final four. Ooh. All right. Number five, Duke. Number two, Marquette.
0: I have Marquette getting into the final four from here. I think Duke's magical run comes to an end. Shaka Smart outcoaches John Shire.
1: I think Duke wins.
0: I, I I don't I don't hate that either.
1: I think Duke wins. Uh, we once again skipped the game at the top here. <laughs> I have number four Indiana versus number three Xavier.
0: And I have Houston versus Texas. I'm Texas here. I'm Texas all the way.
1: Indiana for me into the Final Four. Number Look, one, Kansas. got do
0: we got to do the West for the Elite Eight into the Final Four. What did we no, give up No,
1: we did. We did that.
0: We did Kansas and Gonzaga. Yeah. All right.
1: Well, no, that's. I mean, that's the last game. Oh, that that's is the. La- la- I'm. 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 God. Yeah, that's the oh, last I'm, game in the. Yeah. The last game. No, it was kind of jumping around a little bit. We do. You're correct. We have one Elite <laughs> eight left. Number one, Kansas. Number three, Gonzaga. Uh,
0: it's the Zags, baby. Drew Timmy's last ride. I've said it multiple times. Uh, I think Gonzaga. I think Gonzaga goes. I just do.
1: OK, here's I have to go Kansas because it would be a statistical anomaly for there not to be any number one seeds in the final four. So uh, I have to go Kansas here just because of history. It makes sense. Uh, Final four for me on this side, Arizona Duke. What do you have? I have
0: Alabama Marquette.
1: What what is your pick?
0: I'm going Bama. I think Bama makes it to the title game.
1: Arizona for me. And uh, I have Indiana, Kansas.
0: And I have Texas Gonzaga.
1: And what's your pick? Texas. I'm going to go Kansas. Kansas versus uh, Arizona in the national championship game. What is your national championship game?
0: Texas and Alabama. What's your pick? The Longhorns, Arch Manning, Texas takes home a national title.
1: By the way, they're saying Arch Manning's competing against Quinn Ewers for the starting QB spot this year. That's wild. That'll be interesting. This is going to be like the ninth time Quinn Ewers transfers while he's in college.
0: (laughs) He he might never play any more college football. Just go to the pros at this point.
1: Because I think Texas is terrified of having Arch Manning transfer.
0: How could you not be?
1: So I think he wins the job. Anyway, uh, unless they can convince him to redshirt for a year, we'll see. But I don't think so. I have got, uh, I I said, you said Texas wins. I will take, that's tough. That's tough. You know what? The Arizona Wildcats are national champion. Arizona plus 1,500 at Bovada if you want decent odds on national championship pick. Neither one of us ends up, we, we both take two seeds to win the national championship.
0: I think this is that this is one of those years, and we touched on it briefly uh, in Better's Delight. It's so wide open. It feels there was never a dominant team. I you could fill out, you could have ten people stand next to each other and fill out brackets, and you may get ten different champions. Like that's how that's how out of sorts it is. It's not going to be one of those ones that like if you join the online pools. Yeah. Uh and the bracket challenges and stuff where uh on Thursday when the picks lock and you get to see who everybody picked, it's not going to be one of those years where hey, 70% of the bracket has Duke as their national champion or has Ohio State or Kansas as their national champion. I think it's going to be very all over the place with uh a lot of teams having maybe one or two or three people picking them versus uh versus, you know, like a dominant uh favorite.
1: So, and then you have and by the way it is we should point out that the national championship game is in Houston, Texas. So that is an interesting home court advantage should Houston make it.
0: Oh, it'd be it'd be insane. It'd be, you know, uh, talk about raucous and just overly excited for them. The thing that scares me cuz like the initial bracket the first one I filled out Sunday night, I had Houston winning it all. But the 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 worry for me is the Sasser injury. I feel like every yeah. time or every year at this time he gets some sort of weird injury and gets hurt and they're never at their full potential, uh, in terms of Houston. And I think that that has reared its ugly head yet again this year. So uh, I had to back off of him.
1: Well, it's, uh, I don't know if we're going to get 10, 10, different championship picks out of the, out of if 10 people standing in a, in a room together, but I do agree with you that it would be a substantial number uh then there's i guess there are people like matt who probably uh you know go in college of charleston to win the national (laughs) champion he somehow wrote in old miss i don't know (laughs) congratulations to them that is that is quite a coup i had villanova advancing to the the field of 32 so yes exactly (laughs) (laughs) and they lost in the first round of the nit proud moment for a proud school All right, that is going to be it for uh, this week's episode of You're Wrong and Here's Why. Enjoy the first two rounds of the, uh, the tournament. We'll be back here to talk, what, some Sweet 16 action next week. We'll see you then.